0: Hello and welcome to the weekly Bundaberg Now podcast. I'm Dana McGackers from Bundaberg Regional Council, and today we have another interesting program with news and information from across the Bundaberg region. Soon, we'll hear about William the Warrior, the brave toddler who launched the festive season, the history of Bus and Turner, the fun nights ahead with avoidable perils, and local rainforest areas you can visit over the holidays. But first... Here's Michael Gorry with the news headlines.
1: Thank you, Dana. A local fire ban is now in place across the Bundaberg region until Monday 7th of December. It follows the second driest November since airport records began in 1942 with only one millimetre recorded. The big dry has caused a water shortage at Jinjin due to increased demand and reduced storage at Gregory River for Childers and Woodgate. Council is working with Sunwater to recharge the Gregory system. 500 trees will be planted following a partnership between Bundaberg Regional Council and Landcare Groups at Jinjin and Bundaberg. Ray Johnson from Jinjin Landcare explains how residents were able to obtain seedlings through the One Million Trees Programme.
2: Well,
3: there's a total of 500 trees altogether and between Bundaberg Landcare and Gingin Landcare, we're sharing that. So that will amount to 250 vouchers being made available for two tubes per family.
1: Thanks, Ray. The 250 seedlings have now been fully applied. Local young people have gained skills in conservation to help them gain careers in land management. Here's Jason Cocles from Gadargeal Development Corporation. So Gadagal today at Bimbi Institute Marine Training Centre has graduated uh, 14 uh, young people in conservation and land management uh, in a Certificate One, as well as chainsaw operations and maintenance and chemical displacement certificates. Um, During the past six months in the conservation and land management, they had a plethora of knowledge uh, passed on to them, and they learned a lot of things about uh, the environment. In sport, dynamic all-rounder Trent Seeds followed a fine performance on the cricket field to score four tries in local rugby on Saturday night. He was the playmaker for RB Renegades in their 45-10 victory over Turtles Brothers. Don't miss Vince Haberman's sports reports on Bundaberg Now. Finally, we visit Spring Lakes Resort, which is taking shape at Avoca. We hear from project manager Grant Boddicker and builder Brendan Woods. Then it's back to you, Dana. So Spring Lakes Resort
4: is an over-50s resort that's geared towards lifestyle. It's going to have a fantastic range of facilities from the minute people wake up in the morning to they go to bed at night. They'll have things to do. They've got golf, they've got bowls, they've got craft. There's a 32-seat cinema, two swimming pools. Uh, So a full range of facilities available and it's designed for people that just are looking for that lifestyle change. It's just a prime location being River Frontage. Half the site is dedicated to open space, so it's a nine-hole golf course, manicured open space. Uh, You couldn't pick a better location. It's close to town, close to hospitals, medical facilities.
3: This is an ongoing project um, into the future. At the moment, we're currently building six... Six retirement units, um, two down the bottom of the hill and four behind us. This is a fantastic project for clients. i um, very excited to be part of it. At this stage, we've got the six here. We've got to be completed by Christmas time, And then looking into the future, yeah, we've got some more to start in the new year, which is fantastic for, for us as a company and for all our subcontractors and, and employees.
4: We've had a lot of interest so far. We've only really just commenced marketing just in the last couple of months. Uh, but so far, the inquiry has been really encouraging. The villas are designed uh, single level. Uh, two- and three-bedroom designs with a study, uh, two bathrooms, so you've got an en bathroom, uh, open-plan kitchen, living, dining area, and a large alfresco area. And a future aged care facility will be built on the site in the future as well.
0: Thanks, Michael. The festive season was officially launched this week when young William Wheeler joined Mayor Jack Dempsey in Bus Park to switch on the Christmas lights. William is better known as William the Warrior with the brave toddler's story recently shared in issue 18 of the Bundaberg Now Weekender. We'll now hear from William's mum Lauren on just how special this night was for her little warrior.
5: It's been a tough journey for your family in William's short life? It has been. It's been something that no parent ever thinks that they're going to go through and we're sorry it's it's been tough, and it's it's been a it's been a good journey because we've got to have our boys by our side through it, and we've got to meet lots of beautiful families. Um, and unfortunately, it's not the ending that we wanted, but we're just grateful to have the time that we've had.
0: Absolutely, and um, obviously, this is a very special Christmas. Um, for your family?
5: It is. This means so much to us and for our little boy to get to see this is the greatest gift that people could give us. It's amazing.
0: And how have you found the community spirit with everything you've been going through? The community
5: has just been tremendous. They have helped us. The amount of kind messages, support, support, um, just everything the outpouring has been amazing and as parents you, you don't ever forget that it it touches us and it stays with us forever
0: absolutely and um, I guess yeah it's one small token I guess that we can give for William to come along and and be a part of this but um, yeah what's it like I guess to
5: be here and and enjoy the life it's it's amazing actually I have never seen anything so beautiful and I know that it's going to mean a lot to William too to get to make these little memories while we can, and it's it's definitely a special Christmas. And we're really, we're just amazed. We're really thankful and we're so grateful for everything. So thank you to everybody for making this possible,
0: and it's just beautiful. <laughs> thank
5: you. It's pleasure. Thank you.
0: What a touching story about such a brave little boy. Many locals would be familiar with the family name Bus. Through parks, streets, and the historic Bus & Turner department store. Today, we're hearing reflections from Rodney George on his grandfather, Garnet Bus, an influential figure in Bundaberg's history.
2: My grandfather, Garnet Bus, was the managing director of Bus & Turner for many, many years. He was a person who was larger than life. He was involved in just about everything. He was an Alderman of the Bundaberg City Council. He was key in Council's first moves to provide town water and seal Bundaberg Street with bitumen. I used to go in and visit him just about every afternoon when I was in primary school, just to say hello. It was a full department store until 1936 selling crockery and all sorts of things. Clothes, menswear, womenswear, footwear and many other lines. There was also a buying office in London to ensure that Bundaberg had all the latest trends. They were the leaders in fashion outside Brisbane. My grandfather was born in Bundaberg in 1886. A lot of people called him Mr. Bundaberg because he was involved in so many different things. He just had so many sides to him. Maybe that's why they named him Garnet. He was all heart and in some way, a little bit of his kindness rubbed off on everyone who came into contact with him. When Bert Hintler came to Bundaberg, did his loop-de-loop under the bridge, landed his plane. My mother, that's Garnet Bus's daughter, had the joyous job of singing him a song they had written specifically for him. And as he had no clothes to go to a civic function, my grandfather just basically took him into B&T and kitted him out so that he could go to his function that particular night. That's the sort of person he was. He was highly generous. In fact, at his funeral in 1973, the Reverend of Christchurch said that there had hardly been an activity in Bundaberg to which Mr. Buss had not in some way contributed. I am proud to be his grandson.
0: Now, over to Arts to tell us about an exciting upcoming event.
6: Hi, I'm Rod Ainsworth, the Manager of Arts and Cultural Services, and we're going to talk today about a new experience lined up for just before Christmas called Avoidable Perils. Avoidable Perils is a new interactive outdoor game that's been made by Brisbane Company Counterpilot. Um, it was commissioned for the Darwin Festival and it's been in the Brisbane Festival. Now it's coming on an outing to Bundaberg. So this is going to be one of the most exciting uh, outdoor projection events that's happening between now and Chrissy. It's an outdoor, it's an interactive game. People need a smartphone you come along, and the idea is that there's a whole range of scenes, and you get to save the day. You get to save the cartoon characters. There's, the, you know, it's all about good versus evil, and it's all about perils that we can avoid, which is pretty topical for 2020. I reckon. Um, So it's kind of a cross between Danger Mouse and Among Us. Um, Danger Mouse for people of my generation, Among Us for the new generation. It's, It's very interactive. You use text messages and a range of other ways of trying to save the day. The whole idea is that you get all of your social networks together and the more the merrier. The more people that get involved, the more people that are text messaging, the easier it is to save the day. And of course the stakes raise ...during the night, so it becomes harder and harder to fulfil your mission. So it's really great, sort of outdoor, accessible, family-friendly fun. So come along, we're at the, at the car park, uh, behind the old Blockbuster building... Or ...behind the old Improvements Gym, or behind the old Winter Garden... ...depending on which uh, era you come from, turn up with your smartphone... Make sure you book in advance for COVID safe plans and all those sorts of things. But come along with your phone. Have a great time for a couple of hours uh, each night from the 8th to the 12th of December from 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m.
0: Thanks, Rod. To finish up today, here's Carly Sugars to teach us about the rainforests across our region.
3: The word rainforest for most people, um, it brings to mind images of um tall, lush, wet tropical forests similar to what we're standing in here today. Uh, In the Bundaberg area we have a range of other rainforest communities and they're typically drier rainforest communities. A good example of a dry rainforest community that we have here in Bundaberg is on the hummock and it's Wingara vine scrub. It grows on the rich volcanic soils only here in the Bundaberg area. The other type of rainforest community that we have in the Bundaberg area, we have some patches of uh, beech scrub, also known as coastal vine thicket, and this grows in behind the sand dune areas. There's a threatened species that uh, naturally grows in this um, vegetation community called Morea. There's only a handful of those left living in the wild. Um, We have some examples here in the garden. Um, And that highlights the importance of botanic gardens in conservation of threatened species. Having the rainforest garden here in the botanic gardens uh, enables the public to easily access this amazing vegetation community that has a diverse range of of plant forms. So in the botanic gardens, we have a range of plant life forms. Um, We have uh, tall canopy trees... Growing on these trees we can find epiphytes um, such as your staghorns and your elkhorns. And then closer down to the ground layer um, we have a range of ferns, um, you can see tree ferns. Hidden in amongst the little pockets um, you can also find mosses which are in a group of plants called bryophytes. Another common feature is a, a dense leaf litter layer. And this is important in the nutrient cycle for a rainforest. So the deep leaf litter layer retains the nutrients. It's full of microorganisms which break down the leaves and it's all part of the nutrient cycle process in a rainforest. It attracts a range of fauna, ground-dwelling birds, mammals and reptiles. It's like a restaurant in that leaf litter layer. It's full of a multitude of Invertebrates, And you can also find the fruits from the tree canopy have fallen down to the, the forest floor. So this is extremely important for um, the ground-dwelling animals um, in a rainforest community. Fruit-eating bird species are common in rainforests because of the diversity of fruit-producing tree species. Ground-dwelling fauna um, is also quite common in rainforests, such as um, your ground-dwelling birds and quails and small mammals such as bandicoots also reptiles that like to live in the leaf litter layer on the forest floor. A threatened species that relies on this dense leaf litter layer on the forest floor is the black-breasted button quail. It occurs locally in our area. This elusive little bird is quite hard to see, but it leaves behind traces of its presence uh, in the form of feeding platelets. They form these feeding platelets by spinning about on alternate legs to expose the food sources within the leaf litter. Council has installed a number of overhead sprinklers and this is to mimic natural conditions um, so that the rainforest community grows as it naturally does uh, in the wild. It's important that we conserve our uh, remnant patches of rainforest um, in our local area. Botanists are discovering new species every day and even here in Queensland, research is continuing into the uses of rainforest plants, various things, um, medicinal uses, agricultural uses and commercial uses. Rainforests are threatened all around the world. They've historically been heavily cleared. Here in the Botanic Gardens, uh, you have the opportunity to view a range of different rainforest species from around the world.
0: Some great areas to visit there over the holiday break. Enjoy a stroll and keep a keen eye out for all of the plant and animal species that Carly mentioned. That's all for today. We hope you enjoyed the program. Join us next week for more news and stories from across the Bundaberg region. Bye for now.